What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Retro Movie Podcast, the podcast for everything is connected. I'm your host, Jacob Thompson, and joining me is my co-host, friend, and the person most likely to make a list of five movies like I asked him, Alex Perkins. Perk, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm well. Uh, you're right. I, I did as <laughs> requested. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I thought you were going to say most likely to religiously scan the internet until he finds a top ten list on some blog site that he agrees with. <laughs> Got to find that confirmation bias, you know. All about the confirmation. Confirm bias. that you're right. Uh, well, welcome back to the show, everyone. This is a very uh, special episode of the podcast. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a retrospective here and talk about our top five movies that we've watched on the podcast so far. These it's are. Been, our, it's been what, like a year? It's been about a year, a little, little over a year, or maybe probably actually about a year exactly. We watched 45 movies, uh, and I thought, hey, before the year ends, let's look back and pick our favorite ones. Um, be a nice little time capsule, then we can do this every year going in the future. Um, but yeah, there's not much of an intro because there's no movie we watch. So let me tell you about movies. So <laughs> movies were invented in 1918. So I don't actually know how we'll do this. Burke is we'll alternate, and then if you say a movie that's on my list, <laughs> I'll just say that right away. Like, oh, it's also on my list, so we can talk about it. All right, fair enough. But I'll, I'll go to you first. What movie do you want to talk about first? As one of your favorites so, from this last year. I, I didn't do this intentionally. At first, I thought when I was making a list, I, I thought maybe I'll do something like pick uh, five genres and pick one from each. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then I realized we've only watched like two genres. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've watched like a couple comedies, a heap of dramas, and then some action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll throw that. I'll just I'll pick ones I like. And then I realized uh, that I've. Like, I had previously seen so many of the movies, and I didn't want to put mm. those in. Sure. sure. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe for the next year we'll try to dial it back on that a little bit. But Okay, maybe, that sounds good. We, we will not not see that change next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it ended up – I did have kind of a little bit of a breakdown. I ended up with uh, two movies from our female voices list, two movies mm-hmm. from our black voices list, and then one wild card. So, no, okay. Uh, I suppose I'll start with the wild card. I got mm-hmm. uh, First Blood on here. Oh, um, okay. Th- the main selling point for me was how surprised I was at what that movie actually is. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, w- I was super happily impressed by the fact that it wasn't just like a shoot 'em up. It was like a character study and, you know, covered mental illness pretty, pretty in depth. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, that, that movie definitely made my short list. Um, eventually got cut, but um, I'm with you. I, I just quickly I'll say my list. I made my my guide was how much feelings do I have about this movie? Like looking at sure. it, it's like how much of an emotional reaction does it get out of me? Um, and yeah, I agree. Like that final bit in First Blood when he just kind of breaks down talking to his his old CEO. I think really brings the movie together. And yeah, I totally agree. It was very surprising how actually like serious and impactful that movie was um and stallone he did the thing like he pulled it off um and as a quick aside yeah well first of all sylvester stallone's terrific um whatever his name is the uh the bad guy is really good at being a bad guy yeah um and the action's awesome and it's just a really good action movie with a little bit of heart um as a quick aside uh, you mentioned judging your list on how much feeling you had for, for mm-hmm. them. 
Uh, there was one movie on the list that I have completely memory hold, and I've seen it twice. <laughs> Super impressive. It, the Heat. Uh, I'll just oh, give yeah. it an, an honorable mention because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a bad movie or anything, mm-hmm. but I saw the name and I saw the thumbnail, which they never make sense because I make them. <laughs> and I was like, what is this movie? I don't remember <laughs> it at all. And I've seen it two times. <laughs> It was it was pretty solid. It wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be, but it still was an enjoyable time. Um, yep, yep, agreed. But yeah, no, I think as far as action movies go, First Blood, I think what I would recommend to most people. Just because, like you said, it's it's got a little extra something in there. It's not just uh, turn your brain off and watch explosions. It's like, no, like this actually makes you think, and it's actually pretty sad. Um, unfortunately, yeah. the franchise kind of went down the drain after that, supposedly. I, I've heard. Uh, I, I haven't seen any of them, but... I, Maybe someday we'll watch them. Not especially keen. Yeah. But, yeah, that's First Blood. Um, I did end up ranking my list, though I probably... It, they're all close, right? I mean, you, um, you, could, you could throw the numbers on them if you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll start You know, I'll go start with five and go up to one. Um, so, number five... Yeah, maybe it's recency bias, all right? But I'm just like... When I look at... I think about this movie, I just have a lot of feelings, and that's Total Recall, man. Really? Okay. <laughs> that movie just got me. Like, I... It's it's such a thinker, like, which is stupid because it's an action movie. But like, it is. You're you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, like the way it ends, like, really makes you question the entire thing. And I think a very solid case can be made on both sides of if it's real or not. Um, I I know. Yeah, the acting is not great, but I also would argue that that is part of the story, possibly. Yeah, it adds, um, it adds to the camp and. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I, I see what you mean. It's kind of a. It adds the camp and also yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's all pre-programmed, then you know, it might right. make sense. The but acting would be bad. Which is just, a great retcon, and I, they hey. should have used that. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but just, like, the world building and the production design and the effects, like, so impressive. Like, it just really put living together, and that's really what elevates it for me is just the sense of place you feel. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's – an, it's another action movie for me, like First Blood, where it's an action movie, but it's got a little extra something in there. Yep. And yep. it makes you think a bit, and I just – I really loved it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like – uh, I I do I think about that movie occasionally because it's, it, it's thought provoking, you know. Like there, mm-hmm. like I probably won't think too much about Terminator Two, and I loved it. Yeah, but they, I mean, there's not too much to bite off on. So. Right, right. Yeah, that thing. That's that's the. I mean, maybe we could have a larger discussion about this later. But like, action movies now have gotten so good for just like spectacle wise, right? Like Top Gun Maverick, yeah. John Wick, Mission Impossible, right? Like. Just, like, pure, like, cinema experiences are amazing. But I think they are missing that little extra of, like, emotional connection or that little extra mystery, right, that, like, First Blood and Total Recall have. So I wonder if we'll ever get back to that. Um, but I'm also satisfied just watching Tom Cruise do insane things. Of course. It's amazing. I don't know if you <laughs> saw there was a video that went out yesterday, um, which was would have been Monday the 19th, that's a behind-the-scenes on the next Mission Impossible movie of them um, doing the stunt from the trailer where he drives a motorcycle off a cliff into a base jump. And it's like one of the most stressful nine minutes of a video I've ever watched in my entire life. Just watching Tom Cruise train for days and days to do this stunt. And then they act like I should. I mean, I knew they actually did. But I'm also like, did they actually do that? Stunt? No, they, he actually drove a motorcycle off of a cliff into a base jump. He did it six times to get the shots they wanted. That oh, is yeah. insane. So uh, anyway. Yeah. What did you did you watch that on like your phone or something? Uh, yeah, I watched that on my on my phone, and I was yeah, like, "Wow, uh, that's pretty I, crazy." I did not. 
Uh, More to come. Yeah. So, anyway. Action movies, I love them, and I love it when they have a little something extra in them. Back to you, Burke. What's the next movie we want to talk about? Uh, okay. I, I think these might actually work out to, like, vaguely be in order anyway. So, um, <laughs> uh, I'll go with Driveways. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a movie that just makes me feel warm inside. I, yeah. I really like it. It's got great performances, uh, great, like, incredible dialogue, especially with some other movies I've seen recently. The dialogue bar is, like, on the floor, and then you've got just like actual conversations it's like wow yeah. these are just people talking a uh, very small story but carried by great actors and and uh um just like a homey type atmosphere so yeah i'm mm-hmm. a fan yeah no i agree i think it really is the the script that makes that movie cast it apart from the rest because yeah it really did feel like authentic conversations with authentic people in like a real situation that um is not incredibly like dire, but is still very emotional. And um, like seeing the characters go through all that stuff was really great. And just like the interactions they all have with the people in the community. Um, yeah, I really liked it also. I'm, I'm excited to see Hong Chow again in The Whale when it, hopefully I can see that. Um, I have I have plans too. I was going to yeah. see it today, but um, scheduling wise, it did not work out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, excited for that. Um, but yeah, and that's yeah the same guy from First Blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is it so, Brian Dennehy? I think is that's right. Yeah. So yeah. clearly, I'm a, clearly I'm a big fan of all yeah, two performances of his I've seen. He's great. I mean, I've, I've definitely seen him around in more than just those two movies, and he always brings it. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Drive Wish is great. Uh, my next one. So I, okay, I also tried to avoid movies that I'd seen before, but I couldn't. This one I had to put on there. I had to do it, and that is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Um, I absolutely adore this movie. I can't get enough of it. I think it's just such a beautiful movie in terms of just like the actual visuals. Um, I think really, really fun editing and visual effects they use, but also it's a kind of a beautiful story. That's very unique. Like we don't, like we talked about on the episode, like we don't <clears throat> see stories about like magazines <laughs> ever yeah. and having following Ben Stiller around the globe, trying to track down this photo and, him kind of growing as a character. It's just great and a lot of good comedy. And um, it's a very much like a feel good movie, but I think it's got a little extra sauce. Uh, so I like it quite a bit. Um, that would, uh, it, I, it was in the like several minute long conversation I had in my mm. head. Uh, it probably, <laughs> well, ultimately, probably would have been top 10, not quite top five. Um, mm. For no, no real good reason. I mean, it's just, it's, I, it's a movie I like a lot. It's just fun to watch. It's uh, a good story. It's kind of kind of wild, kind of out there, and I like that. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah the, the cutaways to his imagination are always fun to watch. Um, yeah, it's just like a super. It's hard to. It's a really solid movie, and like I would recommend it to literally anybody on the planet. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, it's very approachable. Yeah, if you want to get a good time and go on an adventure, watch this. Yeah, what's your next one? I got the harder they fall. Ooh, that almost made my list. <laughs> yeah, close, close. Um, yeah, so this uh, is like my favorite western I've ever seen, and I mm. don't think it's very close um, yeah. because the acting is incredible. Uh, the story is simple but awesome and fun, mm-hmm. and the action is great. 
the the character oh, I love all the characters. I mean, Lakeith Stanfield is like the goat. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors is like the goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just it's such a fun time and a a great like representative western because uh, we've kind of whitewashed cowboys even though what, what the status what like twenty five percent of all cowboys were black yeah I think that's right yep yeah and yeah I, I'm right there with you I absolutely loved it I, I and that the word is for me colorful um, yeah this, oh the, yeah the colors they use in that movie are just gorgeous and. It's obviously intentional because they go to the white town, which is just hilarious. Yes. Oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's completely everything's white. Um, no, it yeah, just, it's, everything pops off off the screen from a color yeah, every, perspective. Whereas, the color you know, and the sound design of like yeah. the guns and the action. Um, and the way they kind of mix in uh, a little bit of hip hop into the score is really yep. cool. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, t- traditionally Westerns are just super dull palettes and sandy right. and. A lot of guys standing around staring at each other. It's like, that can be fun for like tension, but this was just a way more engaging cowboy story. Um, Especially like contrasted with 310 to Yumo, she also watched, which was like also good. good. Yeah, also good. It's just not as, it doesn't have the sauce. And I think he was talking about like have a little extra sauce and just, you know. Yeah, it doesn't have that secret ingredient, whatever it Mm -hmm. is. Yeah, no, that's a great one. Um, Speaking of Jonathan Majors, my next one is Defy Bloods. Oh yeah, I uh, I, I think call. this movie. I think about this movie quite often because I can't get really? over Delroy Lindo's performance. Yeah, he's and how iconic, like snub snubbed he got <laughs> for not getting any recognition for that. Like, it's man, it's so powerful and it's such. I mean, Spike Lee is is always great at kind of making movies that represent the current times we live in. Um, and I think The Five Bloods is one of his probably most like underappreciated projects. Uh, if I had to guess, probably. And I don't think it should be, man. Like I think people need to watch this movie because it's just so good at showing the division that we currently, you know, experience, but also how to come together and um, kind of the psychology of it all, uh, combined with just kind of a fun setting and seeing this group of guys and what eventually happens to them. Um, but yeah, to me, it, it's really just about Delroy Lindo and just his character and what he goes through and the final kind of monologue he has like to no one. (laughs) I mean, it's a Jessica Bozeman, I guess, but like, yeah, it's just, it's really incredible. And I I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. uh, I agree. It's, it's a fantastic movie. It did not make my list, but for uh, reasons that will be exposed in what, like, three seconds is it, <laughs> is it my turn again i think our last two are probably the same if i had to guess oh uh, they could be well i don't know though um we'll find out yeah my, my number two is uh do the right thing yep that's my number two as well yeah all right fair enough mm-hmm. um i uh i'm glad you made me watch this movie because it's so mm-hmm. good it's uh an amazing like story of a city block uh, the the setting and the and the weather being a character and the direction is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's Spike Lee at his best. The acting is great. Spike Lee at his best. Mm-hmm. Um, and the just the the story is great. It has a powerful message that transcends time. I mean, yeah. as we've seen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just overall, just a fantastic film. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what, I mean, one of the best movies I watched this year, counting movies from Bod, movies from elsewhere, it's right. certainly near the top. 
yeah i mean yeah i'm right there with you um this movie is incredible i think everyone in america should watch it um yeah it's everything you said and, I, and it, to me it's also just about like the conversations that characters have with each other just like throughout the movie um like uh spike lee's mookie talking to now i'm blanking on his name the guy at the pizza shop uh played by john Turturro. john Turturro's character yeah yeah, yeah. Um, their conversations i think are so interesting to watch and done so well and the way that tension builds in that movie is just incredible like it's a pretty long movie but like everything is earned and everything you understand why everything happens and i think my favorite thing about the movie is that it refuses to take a side on what is the right thing the quote-unquote right thing right it yep. presents mlk and it prevents malcolm x is kind of the two sides um but it doesn't make a statement it's like no we're gonna this movie's going to force you to think about your biases or your own beliefs and you know can you defend them um yeah absolutely incredible like I said, everyone should watch the movie for sure. Yep. <laughs> Big fan, definitely. All right, back to you for your last one. Oh wait, yeah, because what's your number two? <clears throat> uh, I think we got to say number one. I think that's oh, number one. Is it seventy-minute French film? You're damn right it is. Petite yeah! Mon, number one. Let's Petite go. Petite Maman. <laughs> oh, I I love this movie so so much. I've told it's a that- perfect movie. I've told all the film nerds I know, like, you got to watch this movie. And, of course, none of them respect me, so they haven't done it. You don't um, got an hour? Come on. I, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like the shortest <laughs> movie. It's just such a, a wonderful little time. It's a, an amazing story. There's great performances from perfectly cast child actors. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. oh, I love it so much. The direction's great. The, the pacing is fantastic because it's so short. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I I just I gush every time I think about this movie. I love it so much. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And I, I think part of it is the fact that it doesn't stay any longer than it needs to. Right? It is so short. And like I think since doing this podcast, whenever I see that the three hour runtime, I'm like, I gotta fit in a three hour movie this week. I'm like, God damn it! Like I'm sure it's a good movie, but like, yeah, three hours is so long. And so getting a movie that is excuse me, seventy minutes of just yeah, it's perfect. Like it's perfectly paced. Perfectly acted, perfectly written. The story is simple but powerful and also cool twist that somehow I didn't see coming because I'm an idiot. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it really got me and it's very quiet. Like there isn't a ton of dialogue. It's a lot of sitting with these characters and seeing how they react to things. And um, but the lines that are set are so powerful. Like I remember we are talking about we had like five quotes that we quoted because they're just like they just hit you know yes. uh, like a knife and um yeah i that's that's not what i'd recommend to literally everyone like it's just because it's it's, it's perfect there's nothing i can say bad about it um it absolutely nails what it's going for yeah i i i had i don't think i had any flaws i can't think of any flaws i have with that movie i mean mm-hmm. i i don't have any flaws with do the right thing either but yeah um just the, do the right thing is a great movie and it and it makes you think and it makes you live with a moment. Yeah. Um, but there's something to be said about like small movies that just make you feel kind of nice at the mm-hmm. end, you know, and a, yeah. a little bittersweet and some, some melancholy on the way out. It's just uh, a very, a very good movie. Um, incredibly directed by, of course, now I've forgotten the name of the director, but she's great. Um, yeah. Awesome. No, uh, 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 Portrait of a Lady on Fire. If you're into French movies by this director, I've heard her first movie is actually very good as well. Um, 
have not seen that one. I'm going to name her now. Celine Siama. Siama, correct. That's right. Sorry to all the Celine Siama fans. I've <laughs> offended by forgetting, uh, forgetting her name. Yeah, sorry, I was doubling something. No, um, all good. Yeah, because like, I mean, I, I say a lot. I feel like ninety-five percent of movies you can cut out fifteen minutes or thirty minutes out of it. Yep, yep. You know, and um, this movie. I mean, if you cut out that much, you'd be <laughs> barely be a movie. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is just so tight. Um, and the other thing I try to commend movies for when we watch them is, yeah, did, did they achieve what they were going for? And this movie completely did. And like you said, just brings you into their their world and makes you feel what they want you to feel and then it, it's done and you're like wow that was a great experience so everyone check out petite maman yeah like it's it's on what's it on hulu mm-hmm. everybody's got hulu or they got a homie who's got hulu you gotta, you gotta watch this <laughs> it's, it's like it. it's like a show of television lengthwise yeah. you can you can fit it in yeah definitely all right we're, we did it as our top five i, I was I'm happy there wasn't a ton of overlap, but I'm glad that we agree on, on a couple at there. least. Yeah. yeah. No, and I mean that that's the beauty of of art. It's uh, it's up to the interpreter. So definitely. Um, but except for the fact that Petit Maman is the best. <laughs> that, <laughs> this is the best movie. That is not <laughs> up for debate. Not even a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Let's get into some bonus reviews where we end out here, and then I'll reveal what we're watching after we get back from winter break. Um, yeah, Perk, you got more than me, so you go first. Well, uh, what's yours, though? Mine is Swiss Army Man. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, then I will I will start with, I had a little, uh, my my traditional, I call it a guilty pleasure, but it's not because <laughs> it's just it's just pleasureful, and I like mm. to talk about it. I watch terrible Christmas movies, and I love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So this year I've watched, I watched two. Um, okay. Other than Spirited, but Spirited's actually kind of good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, so I watched uh, the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, which Thank God. I, I'm thank you for this review. I uh, I don't remember what it's called. Um, <laughs> I don't think some, anybody does. Some nonsense <laughs> Christmas garbage, um, and it is super fine. It's mm-hmm. the premise is that Lindsay Lohan is a, an heiress to a hotel fortune, and her dad owns like a resort in. Colorado at a at like a ski resort, mm-hmm. and she's got this a hole boyfriend and all that, and then she falls off a mountain and bonks her head, and amnesia ensues. <laughs> Are you? This is a fucking amnesia movie. Yeah. God damn it! That's like the, the laziest trope possible. <laughs> and then of, of course she uh, she gets rescued when she's just like conked out in the snow by the the, the hunk. The local flannel wearing, uh, yep. bootstraps, smaller resort owner. Yep. So yep. Is, oh this, god, they're doing everything in this. This is a. <laughs> it's a funny movie because it's like the the billionaires versus the multimillionaires. Like <laughs> this guy, this guy also owns a resort. Dog. I'm, <laughs> like it, he'll make it, but um. Well, okay, sorry. Let me guess. The crisis that happens in the third act is your memory comes back and she remembers she already has a boyfriend. Ah uh, yes, but it uh, spoilers. It's a uh, fiance. Maybe she never actually said yes, but he proposed on the mountain oh. that they then fell off of. Classic, classic. But he uh, he turns out to be a gay. So that, oh, I went that route. Okay, yeah, well, it's just, interesting. 
It's a. Uh, so I'm sorry to have spoiled this whole movie, but like, it's worth a watch <laughs> with a lot of booze and some friends. Yeah. Yep. Um. And then, and, okay, uh, I just have one question. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Lindsay Lohan back? No. Okay. She. Uh, I don't know. She. She's pretty good, but like, she. She looks old. Mm. Yeah. And it, she looks weathered by. Yeah. Y- you know. I mean, she went through a lot of, of shit. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, it is cool that she's back doing this stuff. And don't get me wrong, uh, big personal fan of Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. um, ever since uh, Herbie Fully Loaded, of course. Thank you, of course. That's, uh, for, I was, was going to say the exact same movie. I the, love Herbie Fully Loaded. Or the, the Parent Trap remake, also good. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I the acting in this movie is fine. It's super cheesy and super goofy, and it's exactly what you'd expect mm-hmm. uh, from a holiday you know, rom-com. So I, I would say if you're looking for a, a cozy movie to watch with lots of alcohol and some friends, it's, <laughs> it's a good one. Fantastic. And that is, it's called uh, Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie mm. and it's on Netflix. Love it. And then the other uh, Christmas movie I watched was um, holiday. You heard of this one? I have Emma Roberts, right? <laughs> Yes, Emma Roberts, who mm-hmm. a big personal fan I am, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and some hunky Australian guy, mm-hmm. and they are always sad because they're alone on the holidays and they uh, don't have a date. And her mom is super pushy about like you need to be banging someone, and mm-hmm. uh, he I think his family's in Australia or something. I don't remember. I wasn't really paying attention, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's the classic, like, we're just going to, every couple months for each holiday, we're going to meet up and we're going to be our, each other's date and we're going to go mm-hmm. our separate ways. Yep. And, uh, of course, they fall for each other. Of course. Um, but the what's the real kicker of this movie is incredibly over-the-top vulgar humor. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Like, like vulgar like, in what way? Like, uh, like language or like, like sexually explicit. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, which so it's like it's like the lowest level of comedy. Um, okay, and this is me being an elitist, but it's like, oh my god, that old lady just said like penis or you know something mm. like that, and, and that's like the joke. That's the joke, or like gotcha. um, the the opening scene with the main guy is way out there, and you know what? It's funny from a shock value. Um, okay, and there there's a lot of laughs in this movie where it's like oh jesus really but then there's like a an extended scene where it's like someone gave uh emma roberts an antacid pill but it turns out the antacid was a laxative and now she's gonna poop her pants in the elevator on the way up Mm. and it's just like really (laughs) is this is this family guy the rom-com um i love family guy by the way so back off um (laughs) But it, yeah, it's it's really bottom of the barrel humor. But it's like, I don't know, it's beautiful people and then kind of cute ending. The ending actually is horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of cute, actually, it's terrible. <laughs> thought about it for a second. I'm like, no, it's not. It, it's a uh, he's walking away and she steps up on the stage in the mall rotunda and grabs the mm-hmm. mic oh. and and God, has God. has a heart pour out moment. And it's yeah. like, no, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
So if you want a better movie, you go with Lindsay Lohan Christmas Spectacular. Mm -hmm. If you want more laughs, you probably go with Holiday. Okay. So that's what I got. It's funny. My one of my friends watched the exact two same movies that you did recently. I think it's probably because they show up like right next to each other when you search like Christmas on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. She had similar reviews of Lindsay Lohan looks old and Holiday's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's 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 not what I was expecting because usually they do not go there. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you later. But what, what, <laughs> the one scene is just oh my goodness, really? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta set the tone, no? Yeah. All right, so I watched *Wasarmy Man*. Yes, which I, is I've been waiting with bated breath for the last. So this is the two first minutes. movie by the Daniels, who are now famous due to everything ever all at once. And ever since I finished watching that movie, I'm like, I need to watch *Wasarmy Man*. Yes. Um, Everyone's so my friend <laughs> has Showtime right now, so I never watched it with her. I liked it. I didn't like the ending. Okay. The ending did not emotionally satisfy me. Um, I think that's fair. But I think the movie, bef- like up to that point, is fantastic. Funny as hell, man. I was laughing so much. Like the comedy is on point. I think the. I'm not sure if I'm going to spoilers or not, but like the. It's an vehicle, old enough movie. All right. If you're worried about Swiss Army Man spoilers, I'm sorry. I'm getting into it right now. You can skip ahead if you want to until Perk's talking again. Um, so I think the the idea that Paul Dano basically has to open up in order to acquire new abilities for <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, I think, is a nice like trope. Yeah. Um, and I like Daniel Radcliffe kind of being this other version of Paul Dano. Um, and it's kind of because he's teaching him everything about life. So it's kind of like a reflection of himself and like using that as a vehicle to kind of improve himself and become less insecure. Oh, that's great. Um, and like I said, the comedy is, is fantastic. Yeah, you were going to I'm sure you were going to talk about how the, the the way he gets to the island is he hops on Daniel Radcliffe's back and Daniel Radcliffe's flatulence turns him into a speedboat. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's it's fantastic. Um, you know, I was just I was just talking down that baseline humor, but I think this is different. <laughs> this, it, I think it is different. Well, it, just because they the the abilities he acquires is getting increasingly increasingly more ridiculous and funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where I the ending was just very weird. Like, cause we're getting close. I'm like, how are they gonna end this movie? Like, and then they end it. I was like, oh, that's not what I was wanting looking for. Like, it's 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 hard because like. The, one of the messages of this movie is, like, it's okay to be different. Like, it's okay to be weird. Which, like, yeah, great. Love it. But it's also, but it's not okay to, like, creep on women. <laughs> which is, like, what the main character did. Yeah, it, um, just, it just turns out he's he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was... <sighs> granted, obviously, this is before everything ever at once. And you can see kind of the, the line they drew to get to everything ever at once. Which is kind of fun. But, like... The world they set up and everything everywhere was fantastic. And, like, everything that happened, you're like, yeah, I understand. Like, a guy is shoving something up his butt, but, like, I understand why he's doing that. I was kind of hoping for some explanation of why Daniel Gradcliffe was the, like, why he was able to do these things or why he was this car. I was, part of me was thinking, like, oh, this was, like, a fight club situation all along. Like, he wasn't actually real, which that kind of maybe would have sucked. But, like, at least it kind of would have made a little more sense. Um yeah, I, th- I think it just literally boils down to just psychosis. Like the man has lost his his gourd. I, th- I think that's that's literally just it. So, oh, so you're, you you believe that nothing, none of the abilities of this corpse actually happened? Yeah, that's that's my take. My take is he's just been like in the forest for like a week, just losing his mind. 
Maybe. I don't know. Like, it's weird. But the ending, though. Like, when he... <laughs> you have to remind me. The, well, the ending is that Daniel Radcliffe farts away into the ocean. Everyone's looking like, what the fuck? Like, they all saw that happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, my impression is, like, everything actually happened. Um, as far as the corpse having these abilities. But but I wanted to know why. Or I was hoping they would have some sort Like, I, I would hope that Paul Downs' character, Danny Radcliffe, Danny Radcliffe's character, had had an actual connection in real life. Like, before he died, sure. like, they were actually connected somehow. Um, but, yeah, just, like, them showing up to her house and, like... I mean, obviously, he didn't get the girl, which, like, is good because yeah. he was creeping on her. <laughs> yeah. But just, like, the ending is of him being, like, don't take my friend away. Well, I'm, you know, I'm different, but it's okay. And everyone being, like, what the fuck? It just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't hit for me. And I, I, I was hoping that Paul Dano's character would come to a different realization or one that would give him more confidence, but not in, like, a creepy way. It's just, I don't know. It just didn't wrap up well. So. Um, well, that's because you missed the point, Jacob. The point oh, is, of course. It's, uh, it's not okay to be different. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem. You must conform. <laughs> must conform. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it is a little bit more of, I mean, again, this is before they made a masterpiece, which is, you know, incredible. So I'm, if they're a little less experienced in this Sorry. movie as directors, it totally they, makes sense. This is a masterpiece, Jacob. <laughs> uh, it could no, have been. I think it I, honestly could have been. I think your critiques are fair. I think this it, the movie has a ton of merit, and you can clearly see yeah. like why the Daniels were poised for big things. And I'm I'm glad yeah. they've gone on to do uh, one of the best movies that came out this year. Yeah. No. And like I said, like the, I think the themes are good. Just how they end the movie with those themes is not handled. I think the best. But yeah, I, I think, think at that point su- is great. Super out there for sure. That's my review of Swiss Army Man. What is your last movie we're going to talk about this week? Yeah, so I, uh, on a whim, um, I questioned on what screen you watched the uh, Mission Impossible trailer or background oh, yeah. thing. Because mm-hmm. I saw it on a much bigger screen. Mm. Um, because on a, on a whim, I, I went and saw Blue Man Group. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Um, How'd they perform? Uh, they're great. They drums and, and there's like waters. I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. seen Blue Man Group. That was a joke. I went to see Avatar 2. Did they actually show that Mission Impossible thing before the movie? Yes, they did. Oh, um, shit. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really cool, especially <laughs> on an IMAX screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went and saw The, the Last Waterbender. Okay. Um, and so, okay. So my biggest concern going into Avatar 2 was that it was going to be entirely spectacle and no substance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what it is. Oh, uh, but that's not a problem. Actually, uh, it's okay. Uh, the the story incredibly simple, very sparse. There's a, mm. a there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of mm. waiting around, and it's incredibly slow. Uh, so it like we talk about like sometimes a a three hour movie you can't tell it's a three hour movie. But sometimes yeah. you can definitely tell it's a three-hour movie. This is a five-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was maybe because I was, like, on the verge of peeing my pants. Mm. Uh, but you, you didn't you didn't listen to James Cameron. You said you could no. pee whenever you want because I know you're going to come back. Well, I, I probably won't. But um, <laughs> not, not because it's not good. Uh, I mm. think it is a technical marvel. Everyone's mm. saying this, but it absolutely is. The visuals yeah. are spectacular. Um, I think it's probably the biggest achievement in in 
what visual technology. film yeah yeah visual technology because i know that the 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 big holdup has always been water right water is really hard it's really hard yeah it is flawless like yeah everything looks just supremely well done um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i if anything like i was obviously impressed by the effect but it, if anything i think it more drew my eyes to how bad effects are in some other movies where mm. people are kind of phoning it in or they're crunching to get to deadlines or stuff like that. I mean, mm. like one of the trailers I saw was uh, the new Indiana Jones movie. Mm. And even in the trailer, I can see bad CGI and I'm just mm. like, Oh no. But this whole movie top to bottom flawless. Um, there were a few gripes I had. Um, Jake Sully's not really a character. Uh, mm. He wasn't the first one either. No. Um, <laughs> Natiri gets really sidelined, like mm, okay. very much pushed to the side. It's mainly a, like <laughs> a full movie inside this movie focuses on their children mm-hmm. um, and, and mainly two of them. Uh, and I, I won't spoil anything, but there's, there's a presence from uh, like a returning actor from the first movie that really struck me as weird the whole time. Hmm. Um, there's also some other returning characters, which was also weird, but it got over it. Um, okay. uh, the, but yeah, my, my big thing is the visuals are incredible. Uh, must see in the biggest screen you possibly can. Like if, if you have access to an IMAX screen, you should go see it in IMAX. Did you see uh, IMAX 3D? I did see it in IMAX 3D. Okay. I think that the 3D is fine. Um, it's like you ever watch like Spy Kids 3D? Oh, I love Spy Kids 3D. I love Spy Kids 3D too. Um, you know how there are obvious scenes where like a a, a, gl- a punching glove comes out of yeah. the screen and it's like, oh yeah, this is a 3D moment. Yeah. There aren't really any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's maybe one scene that would like stick out as incredible from a 3D perspective, but I think it's it's muted enough. That I don't think anything would be lost if you saw it in 2D. Okay. So if, if 3D is not your vibe, I, I think you're definitely fine to go see it in 2D. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my, my real big gripes about this movie is it's super slow. I mean, a lot of it is because they're building the world and they're doing it really well. The world building is the the pinnacle of this movie. It's the, the absolute strongest suit. The Well, the will, word world building in animation. Um, the plot is super simple. Uh, it's literally, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's incredibly derivative of the last movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just like spiced up a little bit. I mean, instead of save the trees, it's save the, the ocean, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's a a very similar message. Um, but I, I think everything is pretty much done well. It's one of those movies where, yeah. You could probably chop it down a little bit, but most of the stuff you'd be chopping out is just really cool visual scenes, and that's what sure. that's what this movie is for. So, um, I would I would put it as firmly better than the first, although okay. I haven't seen the first in a while. Um, but my so okay so I I came up with a comparison that may or may not be accurate, but okay. <laughs> uh, you know how. The most boring parts of any Assassin's Creed game are when you have to play as the modern-day yeah. guy. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It's boring as hell. I think in the first movie, there's a lot of scenes where it's like we're cutting back to human Sam Worthington. It's like, yeah, okay, let's be done with this now. Yeah. There's none of that now. There's very, there's very slim actual like, like, I mean, because obviously because Jake Sully's now fully Avatar. Mm -hmm. It mainly focuses around him and his family and the Navi people and it's all out there and not so much in the lab. Um, and then, That's yeah, the, the antagonist's pretty good. Um, there's one character that kind of really grinds my gears. Uh, it's like, it's a feral child that uh, had to be left when the humans left because he was too young to be put in a cryopod or whatever. Mm. What, whatever hor- shoehorned in, you yeah, know. Sure retcon they threw in there and he ends up being uh of relation to some characters and uh but he grew he grew up with the navi people and is almost a member of the family but he's you know a human and he makes a lot of decisions that don't make any sense his motivation is incredibly hard to follow uh he kind of flip-flops the whole movie and it's just a little bit head scratching but um other than that i mean like, you gotta go see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I, I almost yeah. went this last weekend, but I just couldn't motivate myself to go watch a three-hour movie. Um, but I'll probably see it when I'm back in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, if you got the downtime, absolutely. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say definitely see it on an IMAX screen. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, it 3D or not, I, I saw it in 3D because I needed to, because for all the novelty. So Right, but, right. Yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd give it, a, like, a firm thumbs up, but I it... It's not the most amazing story, and it's too long. So, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely interested to see it. Yeah, I'm curious to. I see you what know I what? Think, I, but. You, sorry. You know what? I will. I will say. I've been thinking about it a lot. So. Okay. That's a good. Uh, sign. Yeah, that's that's that is definitely a good sign because there are movies mm-hmm. where I've left the theater and it's never crossed my mind again. <laughs> <laughs> like the heat. <laughs> like like the heat exactly. Where it's like uh, all day today. I've been kind of like oh. That big fishy, he's pretty cool, right? Mm, love a good big fish. The big okay. fishy is cool, dude. I'm I'm curious to see too, and this we won't know for years, but like how this technology permeates throughout the industry. Because I know like a lot of it is like patented by there, there is Cameron like a, or that their a thing, specific but. yeah. There's like the name came up a bunch in the credits for like the VFX studio, and it's like mm. yeah, these are the guys they figured it out. They're, they did the water, right? And, yeah. I mean, yeah. it took 13 years and $2 billion, but yeah, I mean, they nailed it. So yeah, I, I will say as well, I, uh, I was not actually that excited to see this because mm-hmm. the first one was kind of like in retrospect, great visuals. And uh, do they, I assume they hold up because mm-hmm. you watched it. I haven't it. watched it, but I haven't, I haven't oh, watched okay. it, but I, I would assume so as well. Yeah. Um, but this one is, not a great story, but I'm excited to see the springboard. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm really curious where they go with the next one, and I know that they filmed like all the scenes with the kids. Yep. For the next, up, yeah. for the for the rest of the movies, so they they made sure to get in like, which to me means like if they're shooting all these movies at the same time, like surely, uh, that. They're not going to be so. It's not going to be thirteen years before the next. Well, one. The, I know the original plan was every winter release one, but I think that might have 
got every two years. I mean, it, reasonably, they can kick it back if they need to. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's not the end of the world. And I sure hope they do because, you know, Crunch can turn out bad product. And, you know, they yeah. had so much time to really nail everything. There's not there's not a flaw in the movie. I, I will say, I think, I think if I remember correctly, this movie is shot at 60 FPS, which is... Mm. Uh, a turn from the norm because the norm for films is 24. Correct. Yeah. Um, and there are a few scenes where it, it looks weird. Like it looks a little too smooth, like a little, mm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which like a little abnormally smooth. So, uh, or even cartoony. So I, sure. interesting. Okay. Um, but you know what? That's not, that's not the animation being bad. That's just me being like, that's too perfect. That's weird. Why is that? <laughs> Why is that so Uncanny Valley kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very excited for the next one. So if if anything, this is a really good springboard for the rest of the series. Yeah, and no, I saw on Twitter that apparently the story is that um, for his script, Cameron's script for Avatar 4, the studio had no notes. None? They said, it's perfect. All right. So, well, also, like, what are you going to say to James Cameron? That's yeah, also true. That that's one of those things where I I appreciate that there are filmmakers big enough where you're not going to be able to tell them what to do. Yeah. Um, James Cameron's a big example. I think Christopher Nolan is probably in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, Spielberg, you know they. Yeah. Whereas you know smaller smaller directors or directors who are working on big IPs, there's going to be a lot of input, and mm-hmm. usually you can tell. And it's like, ah, this is probably not exactly the the movie they wanted to make. Whereas Cameron's like, Nope, I'm doing what I want. <laughs> We're <laughs> going to make like this movie. Yeah. Like, and yeah. you know, I think a lot of people will, I think if you, if you have the guts to go pay over 20 bucks and sit in the theater for three and a half hours, like it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nolan, did you watch that Oppenheimer trailer? Yeah, it was also on the IMAX screen. Nice. I'm <laughs> super excited for that as well. I, I don't, I don't think Nolan's ever done like historical fiction, right? Dunkirk. Yeah, sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> don't don't worry about me. I'm, yeah. My, my I, mind I, I is think melting. I'm most excited for Killian Murphy because he's been a good actor for a long time. But I think this will hopefully finally get him the recognition he deserves. A Nolan he's regular never got it, but well, I yeah, mean, he's always there. Peaky Blinders, he's pretty big, right? Yeah, but who's watched that show? You know, probably a lot of people, but neither of us, I guess. <laughs> that's true. That's it. That's a show that's like keeps going. I don't know if it's over, but there's like a, at least four seasons. And I'm just like. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> that's that's one thing actually. Like when shows just keep going, it it almost turns me off because it's like, well, this is mm-hmm. just more thing I have to do. Have you heard about One Piece? <laughs> yeah, that's some some short little one season joint, right? Yeah, it's like Petite Maman of it's the but everyone calls it the Petite Maman of anime. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Hopefully. So yeah. So. That's the end of our episode. Um, we'll be back, I'm assuming. What do you think, Perk? First week of January? Maybe probably, second week of January? Probably thereabouts. We'll be back, uh, and I will hopefully have a lot of bonus reviews. But uh, for our next episode, we'll be watching the classic, or so I'm told, Sister Act on Disney+, Plus, featuring Whoopi Goldberg. I'm very excited. Ever since Sister Act, Sister Act 3 got announced, I'm like, I should probably watch the first one. I didn't even know that. I don't Dude. think I've seen two either. Yeah, you got to prepare. Um, but yeah, next next time we, we have an episode, it'll be Sister Act, and then I'll probably be January 6th. Worst case, January 13th. 
Um, but yeah, until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye bye.